This is an ABC podcast. Australian footy freaks. State of origin is the pinnacle of rugby league on the planet. Climb the mountain range and savour the heady atmosphere on the highest peaks of sport in this bludging on the blind side origin special. Follow head mountaineer rampaging Roy Slaven setting the pace up front and lugging the oxygen, Sherpa H.G. Nelson. Have a lungful, HG. Yes, uh, TF Mudge, Cedric Espen, Sump, AO, torching the blindside blue paper once again. That's the nuclear option. The nuclear option and the man reaching for the trigger is the Sumster camped in the bludging on the blindside soundproof cave here at ABC Grandstand HQ. Welcome to Origin 2 and the blindside Origin Special for 2022. Welcome to Octus. Welcome to Mate v Mate. Hate v Hate. Date v Date. Tonight's game played for international harmony as part of the build-up to the Million Pants burn-off for world peace. Origin in 22 is poised on the knife edge with the Blues having to win tonight to keep the series alive in this year's controversial three-game stanza. And now, without further ado, let's welcome to the Voice of Hope, who touched down just minutes ago in the Golden West, rampaging Roy Slavin. What is the atmosphere like here at Optus and Rugby League Ground Zero? Yes, thank you very much, Ashley Nelson, and happy Rugby League to you and your family. Happy Rugby League to... Well, genuine lovers of the greatest game of all, getting ready for Rugby League's Night of Nights atmosphere. It's brought home to me, HG, what the impact is of having Rugby League arrive in a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is palpable. Mm-hmm. It is palpable, the atmosphere. I had a bit of a waddle around, uh, I want to say, uh, Northbridge. Oh, Northbridge, yeah, and, great uh, part of Perth. Uh, great part of Perth. Yeah. I love it there. And, and uh, you know, got myself a coffee. The, 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 the barista said to me, happy Rugby League, mate. Happy Rugby League. He recognised you were in town No, for the no big he, show. Didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He he had no idea that I had anything to do with rugby league at all. I said, well, what the hell, how, how long has this been going on? He said, ever since we knew the game was coming here. You know, everyone's just been doing it. Everyone's been saying it. You know, we've turned into a rugby league town. Perth is now rugby league. And, uh, we, you know, uh, and once he had explained that, people in the cafe started applauding. That's what the atmosphere is like here in Perth, actually. It's gone rugby league crazy. And wherever you look, there's a sea of blue, a sea of maroon, mm-hmm. and they're gobbing off at each other, hurling things at each other. Oh, it's just fantastic. Cars doing burnouts and stuff. It's brilliant. Roy, the bringing of the game to Perth, obviously, I think this is the second origin fixture that's been over here. I mean, it's changed yeah. the dynamic, as you point out, of the whole axis, sporting axis of the city. What is the rugby league thing? You're, you're close to the man of feathers. What's he thinking about Perth, WA? and rugby league in the future? Well, I think he's using Perth as a bit of a model in what what he's described as rugby league outreach. And rugby league outreach, of course, has got to go to the United States. So if Perth is the model, let's just see how this works. And it is working. Uh, Once you get, you know, grassroots happening, and that's what's happening in Perth. There's rugby league grassroots now that are being sown. Uh, And if this model works, the outreach program uh, that we're seeing here in Perth, then there's no reason why it couldn't work in Seattle, in Washington, in, you know... Denver. Denver. Yeah, of course. Of course. It could go anywhere if this model works. 
In trouble again, on and off the paddock? Well, the legal firm of Burgess and Kolomatangi, the Southsider specialists, can represent you at the tribunal from a simple high shot to murder. Contact them through bludging on the blind side. Now, Roy, um, look... I tell you what is bringing families together too here in Perth, actually. I've seen families gathered... You know, grins on their faces mm-hmm. uh, with blue and maroon bunting. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing. Where, wherever you look, in parks. I, I don't know if you had, had a look in any uh, at uh, uh, King's, Park. King's Park here. Yeah. Uh, people are picnicking. Kids kicking rugby league balls around the place. I mean, it's just, it's out of control almost. Now, speaking of out of control... There's a bit of a controversy about the shorts of Tedesco, mm. James Tedesco. Look, I'm in two minds about this. Can I just say right off the bat, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, it's unsightly for parents, the parents who might be in Kings Park, yes. to have to go to a rugby league game uh, later today mm. and expect to see uh, James's buttocks yes. uh, shoved in their faces. I know. Uh, and so his shorts, you think in this day and era that the rugby league would be able to afford some elastic to hold the shorts up? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. They're saving money everywhere they can. People are wearing last year's shorts, the Elastics is worn out. Yeah. And uh, so all of a sudden you're seeing Tedesco's buttocks, yeah. uh, you know, front and centre in every, almost in every time he runs the ball up. Now, having said that. Yeah. Having said that, and I know you want to come in, uh, you want to mm. chime in on this. Mm. Can I set the other opposition? Mm. Is people in the normal run of bludging on the blind side want to get their kids involved in the punting on rugby league and who mm. doesn't? Everybody, the odds are just so incredible. The amount of money you can make mm. is just incredible. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if for the younger set, the TAB could chime in even at this late stage and set up a bet. Yeah. How many times does James Tedesco's shorts come off in a game? Yeah. Now, that's the sort of thing that kids understand. They yeah. understand pants up, pants off, etc. They're very literate with that. Yeah. They know. It's not baffling them. It's not rocket science for them. Yeah. They understand, yeah, well, maybe three times. Well, yeah. could that happen, Dad? Or, you know, <laughs> Mum, do you think it's more than three times? And what I like is the yeah. TAB's chimed in with this mm. with a bet aimed at the youngsters, yeah. and if it can't, if the shorts come down two or three times, you get the cash out at half time. That is in the first half. Is I think right? that's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, well, look, I, I'm all for, you know, putting a little bit of fun in rugby league for the kids. I, I, I agree with you, HG. Uh, and, and it shows the kids that, you know, punting itself can be fun. You know, you, you look forward, you know, the shorts coming down, Dad. D- d- yeah. was, was that it, Dad? D- yeah. Did they come off then? No, no, that wasn't done. No, they didn't come down that time, son. No, keep your eye on him. Which one is he? Number one. Yeah, number one. Oh, he's got his shorts. Yeah, yeah, I think his shorts came off then. No, they didn't. No, keep your eye on him. Keep your eye on him. He hasn't got the ball, Dad. You know, it's just fun. It's just fantastic. In fact, I've got a, an email about this, HG. Yes. Um, this is from Peter. He said, uh, as a long-time follower of rugby league, I've been disturbed by the spate of pants being pulled down while a player is advancing the ball. In recent weeks, none other than the captain of New South Wales, James Tedesco, has had the trousers down to the knees on numerous occasions and many other unknown players seemingly attempting to cash in on the celebrity factor created by this exposure have followed suit. Mm-hmm. As a father of two boys who are also keen followers of the league and as someone who believes that it's better for boys to retain their pants above the waistline while in public, I'm at a loss to provide advice to my sons when they tell me that Teddy can have them down, why can't we? This can lead to other concerns as well. How long will it be before we see the buttocks tattooed with some type of advertising? 
Will betting markets have a multi where pants coming down by 25 minutes is a feature you can choose? Uh, this exactly. is what this is your point. Yes. And this is happening. Uh, I've, I've got to say to Peter, you know, get, get the on kids board. and put some money on it. The Payne Haas Art Prize for the best portrait of a player or TikTok effort with rugby league theme is on again in 2022. $250,000 is up for grabs in the Haas, the richest rugby league art prize in the world. Have a crack at the Haas, lodges. See, Roy, what worries me about it is the league, you know, it's got... So many problems that you'd think keeping the shorts up would be the easiest one to solve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is it something, you know, in the old days, and you still see this occasionally, that oh. the, the ref or the assistant ref comes around and checks the boots. Yes. So there's no razor blade still or nail stuck to the sure. boot, sure. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, I assume that still goes on. In the rooms yeah. before they come out because it is unsightly and slows the game sure. up once the players are on. Yeah. But what I can't get at, why aren't waistbands checked? Yeah, yeah. Well, or a simple bit of string. And you can tie them, you know. That, that's what we used to do. We, you, you, sure, you had elastic, but you also had the backup of the string. Um, now, I don't know what – I don't Go know. Right. Maybe Teddy gets a thrill out of Exposing imagining himself. that he may accidentally be exposed. I mean, it's, well, it, maybe it's a psychological problem that uh, James Tedesco has had. I mean, there's no, nothing else about the bloke that makes me think he's weird. But um, and, and I hope it certainly isn't the case. But but there has been a difficulty with Blue's wardrobe over the years. Uh, last year, I think their their uniforms were too small for them. Their, that's their right. Guernseys were too yes. small. You yes, recall? Yes, that's right. And they so they looked the unsightly. Watch. They did. They looked as though they were wrestling to get out. Yes, of them. yes. So they, they just didn't fit. Now maybe Teddy's getting shorts that aren't made for him. He's wearing somebody He's else's wearing trousers. Someone, someone else's shorts. Now, just coming back to that, uh, you know, and I don't want to explore the weirdness of rugby league players because, mm. let's face it, many people are writing PhDs about that as we speak. Yeah. You're not suggesting you could win a heart with this in the crowd. Ooh. Oh. You know, do you know what I mean? Oh. So it might be romance. Check out my buttocks, babe. That exactly. sort of thing. Exactly. Well, I don't – look, I, I, I do have a, a, a rather disturbing uh, bit of correspondence here, HG. Um which may relate to this. Um, this has come from uh, David at West Pennant Hills. He says, happy rugby league and uh, go the blues. Uh, while listening to Andrew Moore's commentary on Sunday afternoon, I don't know which Sunday it was, oh, it was Dogs versus Tigers, he used the following term and I quote, a dipsy doodle around the back end. <laughs> he says, discombobulated, I, I awaited some anaster-style anath- uh, analysis post-use of the aforementioned term, but none was forthcoming. Could I request that you both explore this term and clear oh, it up? It's a brilliant observation. A dipsy doodle around the back end. I've got no idea what Andrew no. was getting at. I no. mean, if Tedesco had been out there, it would have been perfectly understood. <laughs> now, moving on to other topics. Look, uh, obviously Payne Haas is a key um, key piece of the engine room yeah. for the New South Wales Blues, yeah. and he's having to have a jab in the arm is to get it? out there. Uh, it always worries me when players come in with, you know, Yes. A number of bits of the anatomy falling off and then all of a sudden a couple of hot shots and they're ready to go. So they're just brought back to what they could do before they had the injuries. That does worry me as a complex, I know, it's a moral It's a philosophical question. problem, philosophical isn't it? Problem. It's a philosophical exactly. problem. Philosophical. I, I, I mean, is it a performance-enhancing injection? It's a performance-improving injection because he wouldn't be able you to play. You wouldn't be able to play otherwise. No. Okay. Could you argue that getting, um, 
you know, uh, a shot for a virus is performance enhancing. What an interesting question. Yes, I, it is, isn't it? I, I assume that a number of people have been playing unsuccessfully with shots because they've had the virus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I know Nathan Gibbs is a very, very, you know, competent doctor looking yeah. after pain ass, but yeah. I think he's sometimes baffled by the state the bloke appears in. Right. And right. he has to weave some magic to get him up in the, uh, resume the perpendicular. So this is what I would call an old-fashioned painkiller. Is that what it is? Perfect. And, you know, so often that can go wrong. I, I remember know. when Chang Lang, yeah. you know, he had a buggered leg, uh, mainly because the needle hit a nerve and he couldn't run. So he was out there on one leg, even though he'd had the shot to fix the leg, but the shot made it worse. That can go wrong. But uh, How many shots is pain having? Is, well, is it just the one in the arm or no, is it one in either arm? One or? in either arm. Is so both arm. arms are buggered, you say. <laughs> exactly. Pain Haas has been yeah. selected with two buggered arms. Uh. I know. But can I point out, the the great thing about the Haas story is it's got a lovely wriggle, a lovely wriggle, which sums up origin as we understand it. Payne Haas talks about the Queensland brute Pat Carrigan. Mm. Uh, There's genuine affection for the Brisbane teammate who is close enough for him to be a brother. Wow. See, date against date, mate against mate. It's all written here. Brother against brother. I know. But for 80 minutes on Sunday night, the teammates vowed to leave nothing on the field, not even their love they have for each other. Beautiful beautiful writing. Doesn't it sum up rugby league? It does. Even Haas's shoulders, which will both require, as we mentioned, painkillers to get him out there, will not stop the Blues prop from putting a target on Carrigan's back. Uh-huh. Then it gets a bit weird here because the powerful forwards are ready to write another chapter in origin folklore, mm-hmm. book of mate v mate, state v date, etc. Yeah. The pages are uh, enshrined with a moment uh, that started it all all those years ago when obviously oh, the Beatons clobbered Mick Cronin. I'll be going out there to take his head off. Take his head off. See, I don't know why is the target on the back then if it's, if he's going to take his head take off. His head off. Mm. Now, but I, I I know he's thinking the same about me. Here's my best mate, my brother, and and not on Sunday. We have already spoken about it. It's going to be mate against mate. There's too much at stake for us to be losing, you know, et cetera. Yes. The Blues have to win. Mm. Now, Mm. can I worry about a couple of things here? Yep. There's no chance that he's going to take his head off. I I I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. Well, I mean, that would be just, I mean, a dipsy doodle around the back end's one thing, but taking a player's head off. Completely different. <laughs> now, can I ask, though, yeah. is firstly, mm. the uh, Biff has been put to bed years ago in Origin League. Yeah. What's he talking about here? Does he mean he's going to catch him with the ball? Pretty, with the ball. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Look, what worries me about this as well is that uh, his best mate, Haas's best mate, knows that he's got two buggered arms. I so know. isn't he going to attack the arms? I think so. Well, isn't from that behind. what you do from behind? Yeah. Come up and ju- just, you know, like a, yeah. pull on the arm, see if I can tuck it off. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, look, it goes a little bit weird there, mm. but nonetheless, uh, brothers seem to be a big item in this one today. Mm. The two, I've got to get it right, the Trebojevic boys. Oh, yes. Uh, Jake and Turbo Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, Turbo won't be there, will he? No, he's not. But Jake is. Turbo's got a buggered shoulder, speaking of shoulders. You know? (laughs) Why couldn't Nathan Gibbs give him a shot? (laughs) Now. I think he might need a shoulder reconstruction, though. I think so. Now, he's going to be watching the game from the Northern Beaches of New South Wales. Is he? In in Sydney. Yep. But he's going to send a mate, uh, sorry, a a text to... uh, To Jake. To Jake. Yeah. uh, And uh, as I understand it, the text will say, I've got your back. I've got your back. 
the pack's looming large in this uh, Right, origin. right. Well, Is that meaningful? Well, maybe he's uh, keeping his eye on Jake's house so that it's not burgled while he's in Perth. Would that be it? You shouldn't give the criminal class <laughs> no, ideas no, I here, know. really. I know. Uh, but but, that, but that, maybe that's what he means, though. It's all, all right, mate, I've got your back. You know, I'll keep the eye on my house. Yeah. You know, you probably sit in the car out the front. And listen to <laughs> listen Andrew Moore's call. Listen to Andrew Moore, did you do it around the back door? <laughs> <laughs> now, then we come to the thing that I think is very, very disturbing, and this is not given the play and the press that it should have been as part of the build-up. Mm. Uh, Liam Martin, the second rubber. Oh, yeah. Described as a grub. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only person who I've found who disapproves of this call is his mum. Uh, right. She so doesn't see him as a grub. He, no, no. She doesn't see him as a grub. Okay. So then we come to the problem of grubs actually in the team vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, when we look at the facts. Mm. So here we have this, uh, the Crichton boys. Oh, yeah, the Crichton. Mm -hmm. Okay. Angus's rap sheet includes a crusher tackle, VC eagle, guilty. Dangerous contact feed cowboys, guilty, $19,000 fine. No, $1,900 down <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, dangerous contact with V Broncos, guilty. Crusher tackle V Penrith, guilty. That's yeah. Angus. Yeah. Stephen, no relation. No relation. Mm. Never met. Grapple tackle V Storm, guilty. <laughs> Contrary conduct fighting Raiders, guilty. Contrary conduct lashing out with feet. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, round 22 V Storm, guilty. Contrary conduct uh, through... Justin Olam's boots away. I mean, you've got to. Right. That's grub. That you know, can I right. point out that, you know, in the AFL, regular mm. grub of the year is Toby Green. He yeah. would never throw a player's boots away. Right. It'd just be beneath him. It's beneath, you know, grub, yeah. red line, throw your boots away underneath it. It is off-putting, though, where if you do lose your boot and uh, it is thrown away and someone jumps on your feet, that, that can happen. I've seen that happen. Um I'm wondering too. It would be off-putting if if Teddy lost his shorts completely and they threw them into the crowd. Oh, don't don't, oh, don't give the Maroons ideas, Roy. No. I mean, that oh, would no, I, anything we can think of. They're they're well they're, ahead yeah, of no, us. No, that's true. Remember they got well Thurston and Slater and yeah, uh, got Smith Cam. Or Cam. You Cam. Know, Cam's there. always up for that sort of stuff. Mm. He's always trying to get inside their heads, and he has got inside their heads. You know, the, 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 the Maroons were better coached than the Blues in game one. They certainly they, were. They were. Yeah. And then we come to the first game yeah. and the suggestion that might have been uh, Greg Alexander's suggestion, or this is very strict coming from him because he suggested New South Wales played too nice. They did. They were too nice in the ruck. I, I think everyone would agree with that. And remember, Cam Smith was the master of niggle in the ruck. Niggle in the ruck. He, he uh, you know, his arms would be under, yeah. under the other oak's arms or down, dipsy-doodle around, around the back, the back door, door, all of that sort of stuff, just to slow the ruck down. That's what Cam was the master of mm. and that's what they're all doing mm. and that's what the Blues have got to do. They've got to bring the niggle back into the ruck. Now, they've, they're at Crichton and Crichton, two stars from opposite ends of Sydney who are ready to put some needed niggle into the Blues. Ah, well, there you are. And we've got, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the dry powder of Liam Martin here. Yes. Angus and his namesake, Stephen, appear to be rugby league's clean skins, but don't let the looks fool you. Mm. I didn't realise they were clean skins. No, I no. Well, you, you got who's to promote the grubs. Yes, exactly. Who's picking clean skins for a state of origin? You have to be ready to mix it in this arena. To win these games, you have to be mung you have to have mongrel. Mongrel. And go and attack the game. And that's what I look to bring. The dipsy doodle around the back door. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be one out there just standing around wasting a jersey. No. Whoa. 
That's that's the sort of talk I like. <laughs> yeah, wasting a jersey. I tell you something else with the ruck, HG. The one beautiful distinguishing feature of rugby league is the play the ball. Mm-hmm. No other sport has it. No. It's formal. It's balletic. It's quite beautiful, really, if it's done correctly. And that's what I would like to see policed. I, I, I think people at state of origin level should be able to see expertly produced play the balls. People love that. Well, they haven't seen it for so long. They'd no. Be, they'd be shocked. No, no, they would be. They would be. Now, can I raise this? So I hope that's where, where the referees will be uh, focusing on this evening. Now, speaking of the referees, yeah. can I say that I was disturbed when after game one, Mr Fittler, the yeah. New South Wales coach, went and had a long power The bloke out. who was rescued when yeah. he was drowning, that bloke. <laughs> that bloke yeah. had a long chat with the referee yeah. afterwards. Now... It worries me that New South Wales mm. whinging yeah. after they lost. Now, let's not forget they lost by one tiny sp- yeah. moment in the game. They did. Yo was attacking, mm. full time was blown. Yes. Very close to the line. Meter out. Yeah, maybe concussed Yo. Concussed Yo. Didn't have yeah. a clue what he was doing. No, he didn't know. He just no. knew he was about to win the game and then yes. stopped when he heard the whistle. Mm-hmm. Now, so Freddie goes to the referees and complains about these things. Queensland being awarded a seven-tackle set when Ponga appeared to jump from the field of play to catch an early Cleary bomb. Now, well, these things happen. These things happen, yeah. You people in the heat of moment, try it yourself at home. You've, you know, set fire to the back house and start counting to six. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your mind's elsewhere. That's what's happening. So. New South Wales being penalised for dragging rookie Selwyn Cobbo over the uh, sideline when referee Ashley Kine called hell despite the winger's momentum appearing to continue. Yes, it did. did. Cleary's premiership winning teammate, Kurt Capewell, breaking from the marker early to harass the number seven, New South Wales number seven, mm-hmm. on the last kick, last tackle kick. Yep, should have been a penalty. Maroon's first game at Patrick Corrigan, Carrigan rather, collecting Cleary late after a second half kick. Oh, yeah, well, I saw that. The collecting late was yep. going on all day. Yep. Junior Paolo being held in the scrum by Maroon's uh, arrival, Lindsay Collins. Kept him out of the tackle. Helping, yes, exactly. That was when Dale Cherry Evans sliced through. That's right. Now, look, I think uh, I'd call a lot of these 50-50s. And I think Freddie's... Tricky touchwoods? Yeah, Freddie's problem was, and what he wanted cleared up is, how come all the 50-50s went against us? And how come all the 50-50s went their way? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he wants cleared up. He wants consistency. Well, <laughs> he's in the wrong business. He's, <laughs> he's in the wrong country. business. Yeah, I know. That's right. now, I know. But you've got to make the 50-50s work for you. You do. It's you an do. attitude thing. You know, they, they felt they were, they, they were, they were like victims out there. Mm. Victims. And once mm. you feel like a victim, you don't play very well. No. They've got to play off the front foot. Exactly. Get on the front foot. Yeah. You know, yeah. make sure the play the ball is perfect. Make sure it's quick. And, uh, and 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 get your attack moving. Now, can I ask the one that seemed to worry people most in terms of the momentum of the game was the Cherry Evans yes, try. Try, yeah. Now, what I Polo can't was un- kept out of that. Yeah, but what I can't understand in the world- why didn't it go to the bunker? Thanks very much. I don't know why it didn't go to the bunker. I it wasn't referred. Well, I know. What's up to Polo but- to speak to the captain and say, Captain, let's have a captain's scoop. Yeah. <laughs> now, get this. NRL referee's boss, Jared Maxwell, said the game was officiated extremely well. It wasn't. (laughs) 
Careful supervised gambling in schools? Only the rugby league party is putting our kids first. Yes, Roy, now, just before we leave the matter of Tedesco. Mm. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, and Teddy referees, in the shorts. Yeah. Teddy in the shorts. The man where if the shorts stay up long enough yep. in the match, then he concedes he may have to embrace his inner Cameron Smith to keep New South Wales on level footing with Queensland as they look to control the ruck mm. and keep the Blues' origin campaign alive. Yes. Now, this is apropos of what we were just talking about before the break, which yes. is the appalling mm. refereeing. Yep. Now, can I point out that the wisdom of wherever it is, the people who run Rugby League, the NSRL, QRL, mm. have appointed the same ref to referee this game as the last game. Yes, that's right. Now, I don't want to name the person because obviously it would be embarrassing. Yes. Uh, the appalling performance he put in last time and the mm. things that we've already rehearsed. Yes. Now, why did they do that? Mm. This is the administrators. And... Well, I think the, the administrators, they see and they, they think Rugby League is advantaged by Queensland winning this series. You know, we've had the Blues win. It's time for the Maroons to, to be in the ascendancy <clears throat> again. I think that's the direction that's probably come from the Man of Feathers. Uh-huh. I think it goes right <clears throat> to the very top. You know, if we're looking at a conspiracy here, and there is a conspiracy, a genuine conspiracy, and a lot of Blues people I've been speaking to in Perth believe this conspiracy. Right. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Tedesco and coach uh, Fitlow question Ashley Klein's officiating in the Ruck and Prisoners. We talk about that. Yes. Following what's described here in the paper as their surprise loss. Mm-hmm. Not sure in Origin 1. Did we, yeah. Is that how big a, how big a surprise oh, was it? the Blues it? were expected to win, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, no, I get oh, that. They, they, oh, they yeah, were. I get that. But, they, but yeah. it's rugby league. It's no, Origin it's rugby league. Yeah. Trumps, yep, 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 yep. But, 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 uh, but, but the, the, the Blues forgot to take into account the influence of the Melbourne Storm through I know, Cameron I Smith. Yeah, Cameron Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you as it was I'm, as simple as that. It was the one thing Freddie forgot. Mm. Freddie, you know, even if, if he'd said at the last minute on the way, oh boys, remember Cam, yeah. remember Cam, stop oh, no, they, 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 they were gone. They were gone. They were gone. They were out there. They were out there. They were out there. Having the footsteps. Um, in a nod to Cam Smith's famed ref whispering and pointed cajoling of officials, Tedesco mm. said he would look to communicate more with whistleblowers. Obviously tonight. Here yep. in Perth, yep. it's something I've learned. It's a skill for sure, and I definitely don't think, didn't think about talking to the ref before I became captain. Aha! Uh-huh. Now Tedesco says everyone knows Cam Smith was so good at, it and he had a knack of picking the right time and talking to the refs in the right way. Yes, I did feel like I could influence. He could influence uh, the referee. Let's face it; he'd been out there many times and saw Cam do it yeah. in Origin level. I think I might have, uh, you know, to give it a go, <clears throat> and I didn't. Um, Mm. He did, I think I might. He said uh, Klein, the referee, didn't give a penalty for 60 minutes in Origin 1. Yeah, Could that I think be right? that, that'd be right. Yep. He was just letting the game flow, but mm. you can't just let them lay all over you. It's not up to the ref either. Yeah. Though uh, we've got to rec- create that and put pressure on the referee if we don't, if we do deserve those penalties. Mm. Hang on a minute. What's he suggesting? What's he talking about here? Yeah. I mean, what's he getting at? A dipsy doodle around dipsy the back door around. of the ref? That's, that's what he's talking about here. Uh, look, I don't think it's up to Teddy to be the uh, you know the, the the gabmeister or in the in the ear of the ref. He's at fullback. Well, he's, know, he's, he's a miles million away. miles away. Yeah. It's got to be someone like Luai who's going to get into the ref's ear and say, you know, oh, well blown there. You know, ironically, yeah, oh good one, yeah, well blown. 
Yeah. Or good, yeah, good call, ref. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, uh, 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 ref, look, he's holding him down, holding yeah. him down. He's yeah. got to, he, that, It's up to Luai, I think, to take on that role, the Cam Smith role. Now, that's and the be- other thing I would do mm-hmm. is it doesn't hurt before the game to give the referee, say, a scratch lotto and say good luck. The new $20 note could have a rugby league theme. But footy heads, we need your support to make this dream a reality. Imagine Super Real Gutho has the face on the new 20. Get involved at Bludging on the Blind Side. The ref uh, obviously plays an enormous role in these matches. Yeah. I, no- I noticed that for my eye, I thought that the holding down was mm. too long. But it then, was. then yeah. somebody produced timesheets that said, well, it was roughly the same or a bit uh, less than a normal club game. And I found that, you know, really difficult mm. to accept. Yeah, I, I don't accept that at all. I don't. I don't. No. I mean, it's a feel thing, isn't it? Yeah, I know it's a feel thing. It's a feel so, thing. F- uh, Freddie said that he assumed uh, he'd always get the job. Uh, Ashley Klein, uh, we go into this game with a better understanding of how it'll be refereed. I'm not sure what he means by that, but there's only one set of rules, as Neil as I can tell. It's not as though you can somehow yeah. invent, you know, well, you can have knock Well, well th- that's acknowledging that the Maroons were better at slowing yeah. down the play of the ball than the Blues were. Correct. And, and they the, weren't being penalised for it because they, they were making it look like they weren't doing, doing it. it. <laughs> and that's what the Blues have got to learn. Now, and we look to for- both be there and not be there. Ah, exactly. That's, that's the right. skill. Yeah, that's right. Now, and we look forward to it. Uh, there will be less penalties. There was a real effort to keep the game uh, moving in Sydney. I'm not sure if that's correct, mm. uh, but Fittler reached out, as we've already mentioned, to Jared Maxwell, uh, boss of the coaches, after the first game to raise concerns, including kick pressure on Cleary. Yes. Yeah. Well, he wa- he, he wasn't protected. No. But on the other hand, if yeah. you can do it, you'll do it, won't you? Oh yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. of course. Okay. I mean, if you if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Speaking of Cleary, uh, now D- D- Dean Ritchie has been oh, across Dean Ritchie, this yes. HG. Well known writer. He, he, he says the number one priority for the Blues, as they seek to keep the state of Origin series alive, is to protect Nathan Cleary, and that job has been given to Isaac uh, Yo, the concussion guy, and Matt Burton. Now, now, the reason those two have been given the job is because they're both from Dubbo. <laughs> is that a thesis that he's put in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, the great thing is the genius mm. of the current New South Wales lineup is that Burton's there to do all the kicking. Yeah. So they well, make a well, beeline for Cleary, but then Burton kicks the ball. Yeah, well, it does give them an alternative, but now they've got two kickers to protect rather than just one. <laughs> You know, now, the, the Maroons are going to be across that. Uh, of course they will. They're, you know, they're, they're not, they're not stupid. <laughs> now, we need to come up. This is Freddie talking again. We need to come up with a better way to protect Cleary. Yes. We can do a lot more than the referee put it that way. I'm not sure what he's talking about here. Oh. Everyone tries to get to the kicker. It's a matter of getting a lot of things right to be in a position to do that. We need to be in a better position. Oh, he goes on a bit yeah, here, but yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. For Nathan, we basically need to be better. Well, at the whole game, I would have thought. Yes. Because you've got to be better. When pressed on his thoughts about who deserved top billing when it came to the uh, NRL, he said he was a great fan of Grant Atkins. Oh, he can blow a beautiful note, Atkins. Oh, yeah. He can blow for 40 minutes without a break. Sure. Uh, he's, uh, he's doing a good job. It was Klein who refused to 
pull up a few North Queenslanders from hitting Cleary Leighton uh, at the Penrith in the Origin 1. Yeah. Uh, the Blues kind of uh, completed that. It drifts away there. But anyway, yeah. he thinks yeah. Atkins is the key ref. Right, right, <laughs> right. Well, there is a lot of pressure on uh, Cleary and there's a lot of pressure too uh, on Burton. Uh, is how they use Burton is going to be interesting. Because he's got great hang time. He has. He has. Uh, it's been timed at five, between five and six seconds, hang time. Right. Now, a lot can happen in five and six seconds on mm-hmm. a rugby league field. You know, you can put a lot of pressure on the fullback who uh, is going to be collecting or the wingers who are going to be collecting this ball. Um, if the Blues are smart, they'll kick early, they'll kick hard, they'll kick high, they'll get hang time and uh, they will uh, then apply the hammer to the to the hapless, uh, hapless maroon. maroon who'll be catching the wobbler, <laughs> <laughs> won't they? <coughs> they will. Now coming back to Isaac Yo, Isaac, yeah. Uh, look, in the first one, we were you know a lot of people were uh, you know calling for more Biff to be shown in these games. Mm. Of course, you and I were you know more sober than that. We thought, oh well, that's a long time ago. Didn't you go yeah. in the back and have a look at the history books? There's great games, etc. You know, yeah. we itemised a few. Mm. Now, what happens in Yo's case is that. The vision just showed the aftermath yeah. of him sort of stumbling backwards. They didn't yeah. show the actual moment of collision. No. So uh, Maroon Star Cameron Munster said the sight of a stumbling yo was not a good look for kids. Yeah. You know, now I'm not sure how many kids would have noticed it. No. Uh, I'm not sure how many kids were no, there. No, 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 Nine's coverage didn't dwell on it at all, <laughs> did it? Not no, at all. No, they, certainly the official coverage had no. It was yeah. hard to work out what so was going much on. So that the you know the doctor in the bunker had no vision to look at yeah. it. Now then we come. You've raised an interesting question. The doctor oh. in the bunker is twenty kilometres away. Yes. Is that a good distance from which to judge concussion? <sighs> I know. I know. Yeah. I'm not sure that they've written the papers about this yet, no. but they will. Anyway, uh, it was well, not. We, a good... Well, well, we were further away than the doctor, mm. and we knew he was concussed, and we're not doctors. <laughs> now. <laughs> People think they know more than doctors, says Yo, after ah, this. well, there you are. <laughs> exactly. Well, people do often know more than doctors. Now, hey? not, not a good look for kids and someone needed to take him off. So then this whole thing unravels about how concussed he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yo says, uh, I remember everything about that night. I remember the kickoff. <laughs> yes. Then it's a blur. Then it's a blur after <laughs> then. Because it was the first tackle of the <laughs> night. Yeah, I remember thinking... Thinking they caught it wide. I remember my head was on the wrong side. Yes, my <laughs> head was, hit his hip. And my, Next thing, <laughs> that's right. I've been stretching off. I should have used my left shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> when you're knocked out, you don't remember those things. Unfortunately, well, that's interesting. Mm. Unfortunately, I've had a couple of uh, couple, and your memory isn't like that at all. I got to my feet. I went to skip and lost my balance, so it didn't look great either. Yeah. I passed everything. The independent doctor looked at it. Everyone has an opinion these days, particularly the head knocks. Mm. Uh, there was uh, Boyd Corden and Jake Friend, obviously. Uh, Luke Keery's had bad concussions. They all tend to be Roosters players. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not casting no, any sort of criticism no. on the Roosters setup. They're great. Yeah, they're great. They look after their place. Anyway, we come back to um, the match, and Blues doctor Nathan Gibbs said he hoped the independent doctor mm. in the bunker did not overreact to any head knocks in Perth. That's tonight. The scenario oh, with that's, concussions. That's signal for yeah. whatever happens on the field stays on the field. That's right. It? If they knocked out, we're not coming to get no. them. They're lying there. They're till lying they there till 80 minutes is up. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
Uh, the scenario <laughs> concussions is we have one and you fully recover in five seconds. You can get hit in the head and have blurred vision for two hours. Yeah. When they fully recover, they have no symptoms with eyes, you know, eyes. I say, um, yo, because he didn't come off, he had an on-field test done. Mm-hmm. It was two or three minutes after the initial tackle and he was fine. Whether he had concussion or not, he was fully recovered. Mm. Then he played the game and had no ill effects. My only concern now is there'll be a knee-jerk reaction to concussion calls. Uh, Right. So do people know more than doctors? All right. All we know is Isaiah Yo went into that tackle and then got out of that tackle and was wobbly on his feet. Reeling. Reeling and wobbly on his feet, admitting that his shoulder was in the wrong spot, his head was in the wrong spot, and his head came into collision with a bloke's hip at full speed. Yes. We have Cameron Munster, who knows a concussed bloke when he sees one. Hey, Dr Munster, if you Dr. don't mind. Dr Munster. Dr yeah. Munster Senior diagnosed Munster. him immediately as having concussion, Right. Then about 20 minutes later, someone in the Blues camp says, oh, has anyone looked at Yowie? He looked a bit wobbly. They send the doctor out and he passes. So the concussion had seemingly gone, but we know that's not how concussion works. No. We know if you're concussed, you should be off for a week. The Rugby League Party is the only party offering practical Rugby League solutions. Only Rugby League can deliver zero emissions by 2025. A balanced budget, a registered nurse in all aged care facilities 24 hours a day, Rugby League compliant submarines and a cast iron guarantee that on every hour of the day, a game of Rugby League will be played somewhere on earth. Next time you vote, vote one. Rugby League. You know the seven changes in New South Wales lineup. Have New South Wales panicked, Roy? Yes, they have. They have. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a massive overreaction, to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the thing I like, though, is I like having, uh, you know, Jake back because uh, Jake does a lot of stuff you don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, he does a lot of cleaning up, tidying up. Tackling. Uh, tackling. Oh, mm. Wonderful tackler. Mm-hmm. And he's got good hands. Good hands. And good sense of rugby league. Knows when to pass, when not to. Mm-hmm. Knows when to tackle and when not to. Knows where to put his head in a tackle. Knows which shoulder to use. Knows, you know, where the goalposts are at all time. He's exemplary in the way he, pa- he, he plays, plays the ball. The ball. Mm. You know, there's, there's, he ticks a, a hell of a lot of boxes. And he hasn't got... Tickets on himself. No. Can I ask, though, In if let's say you would select uh, Jake. Jake, yeah. Where, and that would be a big enough change for you in this lineup. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. It's coming to the other side, Cameron Munster says New South Wales will be wasting their time if they think they can get under his skin in Perth tonight. Well, they're going to have to. The Melbourne Maestro. Oh, I haven't seen the those. The Melbourne t- Maestro? I, know, I haven't seen those words put together before. Wow. Melbourne a Maestro. That's great. The Melbourne Maestro, this is in the nine papers, uh, was uh, a wonder in game one, uh, <clears throat> making a difference in a tight contest. Now, if Queensland Pack can master the Blues again, Munster could be the man to set up a shot at a, at a sweep when they go back to Suncorp. That's Gee, right. That would be embarrassing, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yep. Liam Martin was singled out as a likely agitator. We've discussed agitator, the, yes. the grub work of Liam grub. Martin. Remember, mm. the only person who doesn't think he's grub is his mum. That's right. Uh, for uh, New South Wales. And 
the Courier Mail, the Brisbane paper, painted the Panthers forward as the man behind a series of feral plays. Yes, feral. Mm. As he tried to spark a comeback in the second half, Munster made light of it at Queensland camp uh, midweek, saying he expected more of the same on Sunday night, had no problem. I like what he brings. This is Liam. Yeah. Uh, competitive, aggression. We had our fair share of tits and tats. Oh, tits and that tats. Dipsy doodle right I think that's door. what it's code for. Okay. A few dipsies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Munster said, Martin, they'll come out, they'll try to take my head off. Mm. Oh, hang on a minute. We've already well, covered we've that. Been there. <laughs> oh, no, right. Now, isn't that with uh, Payne Haas? Payne the Haas bastard? is going to take someone else's head off. That's right. There's a lot of head hunting happening tonight. <laughs> there is a lot of head of work. Uh, or do things that aren't usually done. Munster and Martin have some history. This is interesting. Uh, the former kicked the latter in the origin opener last year and was duly fined for his outburst. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a very disappointing match, I seem, for Munster. He was. seemed to do very little and yeah. just got cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think he had issues. He did, he uh, did. No, off, no, that's off right. field issues. And health issues, yeah. as in fitness issues. Sure. But that was a very different person to the player um, from Munster 2.0. Yeah, that's with the blonde hair. <laughs> that's the new Munster. <laughs> Who has tidied up his life off field mm-hmm. and is playing some of the best football of his year, career. Yes. In previous years, I've probably been known oh, to let it get under my skin and uh, be a lot more, how do you explain, not grubby, but do things I wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Beautiful fine line. Beautiful just, fine line, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know they're going to be coming at me. I'll have a lot more heat coming from me. Now, he was somebody who was particularly concerned, and I thought this was an interesting thing, very concerned about the yo. Uh, yes, he was. Issue. Yeah. He thought that yo probably... Was definitely concussed and should have been taken off. Thanks for enough. That's, I couldn't put it yeah, that's what he thought. Yeah. And uh, as you said, Dr. Munster. Exactly. He'd know. And he's close to it. He's very Egg- close Egg- to Egg- it. He could see the eyes going round, cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah, he could see the bloke struggling to stay on his feet and keeping the upright. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that uh, he's probably as qualified as anybody out there. He's probably taken a few head knocks himself. He probably Knows has. what the half-dream room is like. Yes. Does this mean Liam Martin, actually, is going to be what I'd describe as the next villain in origin? Now, what an Origin interesting question. Origin likes villains. And it's um, been a while since we've had one. Have you got... Well, Peter from Redcliffe has raised this issue. He says, when I was 13, my best friend's parents took their son and I to our first Origin match at Lang Park. Mm-hmm. The year was 1990. New South Wales won games one and two in Sydney and Melbourne. Queensland needed to avoid the dreaded whitewash. As we entered the southern end of the ground, you could sense something special was going to happen. It was electric, a bit like here. Bit like Perth. Electric. Electric. New South Wales were up 10-4 when I heard a chant coming from the northern end and I couldn't help but join in. With high-pitched 13-year-old voice, I started chanting, Benny's a wanker. <laughs> Benny's a wanker. Benny's a wanker. My, my mate's parents were horrified when the five to 10,000 people around us joined in. Soon after, the whole stadium was at one singing, Benny's a wanker. Although I was never allowed around in my mate's house again, it was truly, as commentators like Gus Gould would say, an origin moment that uh, that I think got the Maroons the win. There's been some commentary that the hatred has gone from state of origin. So who do you see, that it is us, as the next villain in line like Backdoor Benny and Paul Gallen? Remember, Paul Gallen famously oh. made himself a villain by referring to the, news, to the Queenslanders as having two heads. Now... 
Speaking of villains, who picked up the knocked out player, the the blue who picked up the knocked out maroon player? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, it might have been Nate Miles who was knocked out. That's no surprises right. there. No. Uh, Always led with his head. Yeah, no, he was just, <laughs> uh, but uh, somebody went up and picked him up towards the end of a match. It, yeah. it just resolved into chaos after that. It did. But it did. Anyway, that yeah. might have been. I thought that was Gal. but uh, well, It could have been Gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like Gal's Sounds go. like Gal's go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, I think Munster is shaping up as the maroon villain. Yes, and now we've got to get somebody on that. Well, and of course, yeah. Well, it puts by a lot of pressure on Crichton. me, Liam Martin. I mean, no, no. I mean, he's magic. Is it up to Freddie to say, "Well, listen, mate, you're our new villain"? <laughs> is that what he's got to say? Well, does yeah. he want to be the villain? Well, this what's Crichton's... his mum think? He, he's not a villain. No, he's a grub. He's mate, a grub. Oh, well, he's not a grub. Oh, oh, no. right, he's a grub. They <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be a villain. You got your Crichtons there, though. Yeah. I mean, Crichtons will do anything. Well, the Crichtons, throw, yeah. Well, they've got four. I know. They'll throw the boots into the crowd. <laughs> I bet you they tackle somebody, pull their boots off, and throw them into the crowd. Yeah. On the sideline, then drag him over the sideline. Sure. sure. And tip the ice but, bucket. But it over is him. it is a special role in a team, isn't it? I mean, there's no way James Tedesco or uh, or Jake Trebojevic could be the villain. Well, certainly Jake Trebojevic couldn't be. He'd be quite a – James Tedesco could do something stupid, though. Well, he's tried that, you know, know. taking the shorts off. Uh. Doesn't make him a villain. It just makes no, no, him no, no, weird. <laughs> Six Again is a collection of rugby league's jazz classics. 24 great tunes that capture the magic of the greatest game of all from the Katoni Stags Trio featuring Matt Dufty on flute. Out now on Monster Music, the Blindside label. Yeah, so Roy, uh, look, uh, everything's in readiness for the big match tonight. Uh, mm. I, I'm just wondering how you're seeing it unfold and what, what's, your, what's your final thought? I mean, mm. I take your point entirely and I don't want to preempt your comments no. here by simply saying the game is so professional now yes. that, the, that the idea that going back to Lane Park with not one apiece is just mm. implausible, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, we've got yeah. too much riding on this. There is a lot riding on it. Uh, look, a lot will depend too, actually, I think, on, on the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got a feeling that the people of Perth are a little more Queensland-oriented than they are New South Wales. You mean they dislike New South Wales? They seem to dislike New South Wales. That's just the feeling I've yeah. got walking around, you know. You, you so, get a feeling for these things. So are you calling for a Liam as a wanker chant to go up? I think there could be a Liam as a wanker chant to go up. Mm. Um uh, which I think, uh, you know, adds to the atmosphere. And if anything, it might bring the, the mongrel out in the blues if they can feel the hate. And, and I think it's up to, to, uh, to uh, Freddie to explain to them how hated they're going to be, what to expect, people throwing things at them, you know, people, you know. Gobbing off. Gobbing off. Mm-hmm. Go on. This, yeah. Dipsy doodle, this and that, all that sort of stuff. But to use that... Mm-hmm. to use that and to give each player specific roles. You know, you've got to get inside his head. Mm-hmm. You've got to get inside his head. You've got to upset him. You've got to upset you, – you know what I mean? You've got to find find your your opponent, the, the one you're going to nail and nail them early. 
Now, just before we continue, yeah. there's two questions. Is he going to take a baseball bat in? That, that's the that's thing. The that, thing. That, 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 Freddie, I've seen a friend take, take, take that baseball bat in. He's got to destroy a table. He's got to destroy a table at and, least. And then go through a wall or two. Yes. This is what we've got to do. This is what you've got to do. And hole through the wall and walk through it. That's it. I mean, motivation is everything, Roy. Of course now, it is. you pointed out to me an article which suggested that Cam Smith is new, living rent-free mm-hmm. inside New South Wales Blues head. Well, he is. He is. Isn't he? I, I, I mean, the, the, the Blues no, players, I, I mean, every time the Maroons tackle them, you know, they're, they're thinking, oh, Cam's, Cam you know, yeah, it's, 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 it was just like when Cam was playing. <laughs> you know, they, he, he, the hands, the dipsy doodle and all that sort of stuff in the back door, just, just like Cam, <laughs> you know. Now, putting all that to one side, we may have to come back to that in a minute or two, but can I... It's the showcase yeah. of rugby league anywhere in the world. I mean, the Kumuls were great yesterday. Weren't they yeah. ever? That and reggae great rugby league, they play, everyone loves it. I know. And the great audition for, a, you know, an entry into the NRL. But yes. this is the pinnacle of rugby league. Why isn't this match yeah. exposed to the American audience? Now, it may be on oh, some cable be, channel. Wouldn't it? Yeah, I know, it will be yeah. on cable channels and all sure. that sort of stuff. But why isn't it there? Why isn't it being played instead oh. of. We've got two dud instead teams. Of Perth, it should be. I don't mean in to be Denver. unkind of Perth. They're doing a great job promoting rugby league. They are. Exactly. But let's say Denver, Mile High Stadium. Sure. Now, this is the match that would give Americans a great idea of how incredibly. Interesting, for yes. want of a better word, yes. with the dipsy doodle and the shorts <laughs> off and all that sort of stuff. It's got so much yeah, going for it. Yeah. To take and expose an American mm. audience. Remember, they love the idea there's no helmets and no pads. Sure. So sure. what we've got is a match here in Perth. Yes. Puts Perth on the world stage, obviously, it with does. the Russia and everybody tuning in. Yes, yes. But I just get the idea that they're losing... Mm, an, opportunity an, opportunity, an opportunity, an opportunity. Yes. But, 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 but as I say, HG, this is part of the Volandi's plan of outreach. Now, if it does work, and I, and I have no doubt that Western Australia will want to have their own team. You know, the Western Reds were great, mm-hmm. was great, no, 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 no. but it just the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that might have been um, uh, Led by was it Rod Reddy? Was it Rocket Reddy? Or no, he was in Adelaide. Adelaide. He was in, yeah. uh, on the Rams. That, that's right. The Adelaide that, Rams. That, that's great. Right. Great team. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think a couple of more outreach exhibition games in Perth wouldn't hurt. You no, know, your, your your Souths v Canterbury. Your, mm-hmm. You know, Manly versus anyone. Um, <laughs> would would I, I think accelerate the game as well? But you're right. For the outreach to work, we have to stage the showpiece. In the United States. We do. We do. And I've got to say is that I think that the state of origin, I mean, we look at these things and so many, I mean, Wimbledon starts tomorrow. It does. Uh, We've got so many other competing ideas in the world of sport. We do. In the past, it was very much standalone. You look forward to it. The season rolls on, you know, with the home and away and stuff like that. The AFL, uh, you know, I mean, the West Coast Eagles had a win the other day. I mean, who would have thought that? There's a lot of competition. That's what I'm saying. A lot of competition. The brave new world is obviously America. That's where all this is headed. Yes. And we're heading to America because they want to get involved in punting on it. That, that's, well, that's and right. I'll tell you what, those exotics that we've talked about today, mm. the number of times the shorts come down yes. uh, in, a, in a game, in a half, etc. Yes. you know, first tackle, first kick, yeah. first... Number you know, of penalties. Number, exactly. They're the sort of things of that. that Americans are going to get really they, they taken will. up with. I think so. I, th- I think so. And yeah. are you prepared to chance your arm on a, a margin here? 
look, I am expecting the Blues to win and win comfortably mm-hmm. uh, by about uh, at least 15 points. Excellent. Excellent. 15 points So it's three tries. Three tries at least. Yes. And uh, man of the match, if we have to worry about these. Man of the match, Liam Martin, for being the heart of the Blues. And being really silly. And being really, really silly. And can I ask, will anybody end up in the bin? I know I've got that uh, bet on that. That that would never happen, I don't think, at this level. No one's going to be sent off. But, uh, well, I, I don't think anyone's going to be sent off, but I'll be very surprised if Munster is there at the end of the game. And so that takes us away from Perth. Enjoy the origin tonight. It's going to be a great game. Maroons v Blues right here on ABC. Bye now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.